I guess I'll do another episode. So this is episode 12. Um, because I'm just kind of thinking about it now. I uh, started a business and my story is long-winded, but it happened right during the pandemic. So it kind of tracks like all the changes of the pandemic where like I started it in January, 2020. And I was going to do like an ecotourism company where we travel and help biologists in the field and then give our funds to their research projects because conservation research is just completely underfunded. And um, that was the original vision. And then, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, then the pandemic hit and everything about uh, travel um, was on pause and everyone was stuck at home. So I was like, well, <laughs> let's pivot okay um and i had also just had a baby so like when when my son was four months old my other son was oh four about to turn five and start kindergarten the world shut down and my husband as an essential worker had to go in every day to a hospital to take care of people and i every day was responsible for taking care of these two children who and i also have to say i i love my children but i really like okay we can have a second child but i really want to like work on my business and my nonprofit or whatever it's going to be i really want to like be okay and be guilt-free sending him to well we didn't know it was him at the time sending him to a daycare and then i can not I don't have to feel that burden of like caring for a young infant newborn when all I want to do is spend my energy and time building this thing that's buzzing in my brain. And he was like, okay. So we had our second child and four months into his little cute infancy stage, uh, the world shuts down, daycare is closed, everything. And I'm like, I have no right. How dare I? How dare I complain? Everyone's like this. Every single family with children is in the same situation. You Look at you. You have a huge house with a yard. It's nice outside. You are so privileged. You are just in the best position you can be during this pandemic. How dare you complain? You have nothing to complain about. Everything is fine. Everything is great. But I think when we have to convince ourselves of that, that's um, a sign that maybe it's not. So, if it's not fine, um, yeah, things got tough. And I was so excited to start. I had to ride that energy. So I was like, okay, I have a thousand other ideas. Let's just try a different idea. And so my next idea was to... Um, build an online database of opportunities like the kind that I was trying to organize. So whether they're international, whether you travel to Peru or Nicaragua or, or Nigeria or Micronesia islands, I don't care. If you have a unique conservation, either research-focused, wildlife-focused experience, that is ethical for the animals and is actually good for wildlife and conservation and research and goals. Like we want it on our site. We want your database. I'm creating a database of all these experiences. Okay. So it just, it has to be a good one. You know, like there are so many bad ones out there and I knew this going in. So I was like, okay, like let's be on guard. 
we have all these filters of like, how do we, how do we kind of make sure that the organization or the company potentially is not scamming another, uh, the people. And that was a big, 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 big important factor in determining who posts what. And so I had to make sure that, you know, all the research is up to the highest standards, everything is ethical, the animals are being harmed in the least amount possible. And like, I was like, okay, we got to make sure that this is, we only allow the best of the best of the creme de la creme to post, right? So I ran a Kickstarter and I had, I spent lots of money investing in the Kickstarter, which wasn't in, ended up being successful anyway, which means I lost a lot of my money, which is okay. I, um, you know, we'll still have that in the future to go back to if I, if I want to circle back to Kickstarter. And I think it would be more successful next time knowing what all it entailed. But I didn't know. And I was just like kind of figuring it out as I go and just stumbling around. And um, I learned a lot because that's how you learn. You, you, you do things and then you're like, oh, I realize I'm a failure at a lot of things. And I thought that failing, even in these small areas, was like a sign that I needed to give up. <laughs> I thought that failing, when I, something didn't go right, or the universe just kind of shook it out and made it like, oh, nope, circle back here. I was like, well, I guess I need to stop that path. I guess that's too hard because I had all these other ideas and I was like, well, if this is too hard, then I'll just try this idea for a while. And I bounced around from idea to idea and I wasted a lot of money. I didn't waste it. I spent it. I am, I'm looking at it differently. I'm not looking at it as a negative lens of all my failures and all my money wasted, quote unquote. I'm rethinking about this situation because my tendency, my brain neural activity is wired to think that this this thing that happened to me this excuse me unsuccessful kickstarter this database that didn't look and transform the way i wanted even though i had taken pages and pages of notes and i had worked so hard to, to understand the way um wordpress works and i I worked with our local developers and we became really good friends and and they helped me with the Kickstarter too and market and try to push this thing through and I was I had like a little team around me of awesome people and I just kept being like wow these people are really looking up to me and I'm gonna fail them because that's what I do is I fail at things I have this great idea this great vision and I'm gonna fuck it up I'm just going to drop the ball somehow. I'm going to going to mess up. And because I thought I was going to, I did. So I did. I bounced around from idea to idea, couldn't commit to anything. Uh, thought you know that believed that false dichotomy of like I have to pick one thing and one thing is all I can do for the rest of my life. And that just felt so stifling again one person for the rest of your life <sighs> stifling it feels suffocating to people like me but you're told this is what is right and this is what is good and you just have to like 
deal with it and, and breathe with the pillowcase over your head for the rest of your life. Legs. You just have to suffocate a little bit. Slowly die. You're just slowly dying. You're just suffering. That's how your brain is. It's just slowly decaying right before your eyes. You'll never get it together. You'll never be free from this. I'm exposing these voices right now. I'm bringing them to light. Those are all lies. Lies, lies, lies. Let's say you are not good enough. Let's say you are not worthy. Let's say God or universe doesn't love you. Let's say your inner spirit is bad. You disgust me. You're an embarrassment. You're a shameful disgrace to society, to humanity. Psst, 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 psst. Whisper. Lies. Gossip. People talking about you. Paranoia. Oh, I have to be on my guard. I have to I have to be good. I have to make sure everyone likes me. Don't talk about me like that. Okay? It's, it's not, it's not okay. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, because you know it's true. No, no, it's not. I am, I'm good. I mean, like, there was that one time that I did that really horrible thing. Yes, remember that. Remember that. Think about how horrible you are. Think about it. Don't leave that prison cell. Don't you dare. I hold the key and you are trapped here forever. But why? Why do we trap ourselves in our brains? I was so miserable for so long and I just thought it was the way the world is. The way the world works. It's pretty miserable the way the world works. I mean, you really have to... You really have to come to grips with some other... Belief. Some system that helps you... Cope in a world works this way and my system of coping involves this true science it just hasn't been discovered yet and true energy fields that aren't known to humanity yet so it seems like magic but it's not it's real and that's my truth that I am good, and right now I have a shudder on my shoulders thinking, don't you dare publish this. Everyone's gonna think you're crazy. 
life is crazy. It's like a... Can you imagine? You think you're special? Mm. No, you're not. And those are the voices that keep me from, from connecting. And I look at the trees, and I see the fractals, and I see nature, and I see growth, and I see vitality, and I see life, despite the ways we have infiltrated the world. Still, I still see it. According to scientists, this earth should have been doomed by now. Like, it is on its way to doom, and yet every day, every day, we have a choice to believe. Whether to believe we're doomed or we're not. Every day, every moment, every second. Do you believe in doom? Do you believe in nuclear warfare? And you think that's what's going to happen? And you live in fear? And you spread that fear and negativity to everyone around you? Or do you live in positivity and hope and light? And joy and peace and patience and the fruits of the spirit. That's what was taught by that. Well, it wasn't Jesus because I wasn't into him and I guess it was Paul. I don't really remember. I'm not a white scholar, white male scholar that has the systematic theology written in a way that makes sense to them, even though it doesn't make sense to any of us. Theology. More about that later. 